Welcome to Wake Up With KC, where you can discover new concepts and perspectives and transform your life to become the best version of you and live your best life now. Every Monday, you can reach out to me at awaken2bu on Instagram. Okay, it's Marvelous Monday. I hope you're safe and doing well. And you know, I hope you have an amazing week this week. Well, I told you last episode that I was going to share something deep and personal. And it's my life. It's my story. And I hope that it's a message for you to help you understand things about maybe there's some things that I've experienced that you've also experienced and it enlightened you and order to help you heal and finally be free from your past and that's another reason why I started this podcast is to you know my my mess is my message in order to help others awaken be enlightened and transform and become the best version of themselves a new and better version of who you really truly want to be and being a your authentic self and to start living your best life now so my story begins my life began in south florida that's where i was born and raised and a couple several times in my childhood i've moved you know maryland south carolina and wind up coming back here and in my adulthood i lived in texas and that's pretty much the only places that i think i've been i visited other places but i never lived you know in the u.s of a never been out of the country and loved to go and explore history in other parts of the country which i have shared in other episodes but it I always come back to South Florida and that's where I'm staying. I just, there's something about me in Florida that I connect with. Uh, growing up, I didn't like it so much, but now, now that I, where I am now in life, I cherish Florida. Florida's my, my baby, my home, and I love it. And it's, and the Jupiter where the lighthouse is and the inlet that's that's my favorite place to be so far every place I've been in Florida that's my number one go-to place where I feel calm I just feel grounded centered and, and peaceful just the peace that just just comes in and just you know it makes me feel good so I encourage you find a place where it makes you feel good because there's something about the energy and that connection to you and the earth that's very key that I could honestly say is true for me and try it out it could be true for you too if you think about it and yeah I lived here most of my life and since growing up from my childhood and when I started school you know from grade school elementary school middle school high school you know I was always bullied and picked on and that psychologically emotionally and mentally affected me I didn't realize it at the time of why or you know I did ask a lot of times like why is this keep happening to me why are they treating me this way you know I'm kind I'm loving I'm caring you know and it just I I couldn't understand why people would do what they do 
what they did to me. I just, it just, I couldn't get my head around it, but it did affect me. And, you know, I got depressed a lot of times and with, you know, afraid to even at times bother to go out or hang out with anybody because, you know, it's like, okay, what are they going to do to me now? You know, it's, it's just crazy. And it's, it's, it still goes on today. Why? It's programming from our upbringing and in past you know, going on for generations. That's what I understand now. And it it does something to you with your self-confidence, your self-esteem as well. So, and you're just not you. You know, I never felt me, like me. I started to lose sight in who I was. But then again, growing up, you think about all the things that you want to do and you want to be and everything because you're, we're creative creatures too. You have a, an, an, an incredible imagination. and But then being abused and in, in going through those experiences, it hinders you. It starts to mentally, you create a prison inside your mind based on what you think and how you feel and the things that you do. And in that process of growing up, it affects your purpose and, and your identity of who you are, truly. We lose sight of that. And then we're taught, you got to be this way, you got to be that way, you should do this, you should dress like this, you know. And that also affected me uh, of my identity of who I truly am and, you know, and whatnot. I wasn't too sure. Honestly, you, you have an idea, but then you're told something else and then you got to change it and you lose sight. You lose that connection of the spiritual being that we are and it changes things it really does and you know think about that you know stepping back and thinking about your childhood and what you were told and the things that you questioned but were shut down you know and then you know I've been through medical traumas Okay, I can remember falling off a handlebars of the bike, busting my head open in Maryland, visiting my my aunt and uncle, my grandparents, and walking. I mean, there was gravel, so, and it was a big, nice, big gash. I couldn't see it because, hello, it's above my head. All I remember seeing is my cousins looking with, like, deer, deer eyes looking at headlights and then this couple drives by and looks at me in terror I notice blood just pouring down on my shirt and I'm freaking out because I know I'm bleeding but I don't know how bad it is but I'm looking at other people's faces and I'm like oh my god this must be really bad you know and I'm a kid I'm like nine or ten maybe and then I had a foot surgery not once but twice you know and then that was traumatizing because things you know I think I could have almost died at one point when there was something that happened and they had to reopen my whole thing but didn't give me anesthesia for it and I'm 10 11 years old next thing you know they're trying to reopen and there was a, a, a running tube in my foot I had no idea but all I know is my mom heard me from the elevator screaming and I'm fighting these nurses the doctor and other men I mean I'm 
fighting and kicking like you're hurting me oh my god stop you're hurting me so the doctor i guess got the nurse to give me something finally i remember looking at the side and you know when they do the squirt of that syringe you know to see the stuff come out and everything i saw that but then all of a sudden my mom came in tried to calm me down and then next thing you know i hear this doctor now he's his name is dr diaz so he has a spanish accent you know what i mean and he started screaming at the woman so i was like oh my god like i'm in pain what are you doing so come to find now she was gonna uh od me with whatever she was gonna give me for pain uh, an adult dosage instead of a child dosage apparently i remember him I remember something saying like I could see the mother in the you know her in the back of the car and the mother drives her home and she's like gone dead or or something to that sort so that was an, uh, a traumatizing experience and also I was I, I believe I was in middle school with this one and yeah this happened around Halloween I sort of I had this white looking kind of quilt on my bed at the time and now this is crazy I cannot make this shit up okay I had an event or an ex well this medical trauma was um it <laughs> now that I think of it I'm gonna start laughing oh god well okay let me get it out <laughs> Jesus Okay, you know, I'm in middle school, I think at that time. And in the morning when I went to school, I, the light bulb busted or something. So I picked it, like I brushed it up and put it towards the side because I have to get, you know, I got to get to school. So I just put it in a corner, you know, or against the wall so I wouldn't walk on it because we had carpet and whatnot. So I just brushed it to the side. I'm like, I'll deal with that later. Okay, so then I get home from school, changed out, got shorts on, and then I went to jump on my bed. And all of a sudden I felt something. And I was like, uh-oh, something doesn't feel good. And I'm yelling at my mom, mom, oh my god something's happened i don't know well come to find out part of the light bulb now to give you a visual what it looked like okay you know the captain's hook okay imagine that as part of the the piece of this light bulb well apparently when i jumped on the bed i sat on that and that went in the in my ass okay just saying so my mom is like oh my god you have a piece of light bulb in your ass so she had to like she didn't know do i take it out is it is it gonna bust is it gonna you know break inside of her so <laughs> we had to sit there for a few minutes now picture this i'm like on my back with my knees to my chest trying to figure out you know and i'm bleeding everywhere on my white i think mattress or whatever uh, quilt thingy that's white and so she's like trying to carefully take that light piece of that light bulb out and then i had to go to the emergency room to make sure there was no other you know piece of light bulb in my ass imagine if i can light that up <laughs> oh my god sorry that was funny but anyhow i wind up having to get 
stitches in my ass. So I couldn't really sit for three days. And I got the stitches out on Halloween. So that is another, you know, emotional energetic trauma, but with now some sense of humor in it. But anyhow, that's part of the medical trauma that I've dealt with. But got more to share right after this. Hello, this is KC. Would you like to be a sponsor for Wake Up With KC at a very affordable price? Why not advertise your products, services, or goods here on this show? Another creative way to market your business here at Wake Up With KC. Contact me for more details at awaken2authenticity at gmail.com. Welcome back to Wake Up With KC, the place to awaken and be the best new you so you can live your best life now. Okay, we're back. And I just remembered another medical trauma that I do not remember, but was told to me by my mother. And oh my gosh, when I share this with you, you could just imagine being a mom and having to deal with this too. I give my mother kudos for this one. I give her an award for this one, but I can't make this shit up either. I mean, it, it it's crazy. And just having to like imagine going through this experience as a mom it, it's uh i i don't know how my mom got through it honestly with me oh my god you gotta you know i'm born in 1968 now i have a brother that was born in 1969 now check this out i don't know how my mother planned this or what was going on in the spirit realm of things but and so we're a year and four days apart okay how do you plan that one Alrighty. but anyhow we i'm a toddler i guess i i my mom was trying to bottle break me and you know she said I think she said this from my recollection and memory is you know she was trying to bottle break me and my brother is still in the bottle so apparently I would like well if I can't have a bottle he can't either kind of thing so there you go but if you can I don't even know if you can remember you know anything like this but back in those days they had the big like metal type of play pens and they're pretty much like heavy and big and they folded in half so apparently I was climbing on like climbing up it and it came backwards and I started falling backwards with the playpen and I bit my tongue off now imagine being a mother and your little baby toddler you know I'm still in diapers I must have been one and a half or somewhere around there between one and two and there was only a little piece of the skin like but it was like dangling you know I'm you know imagine being a mom and and you have a toddler and and there's blood everywhere and you take them to the hospital and and I think my mom actually asked well can't you just sew it back up and doctor was like no you have to let it grow back have her suck on popsicles ice cubes and it will adhese itself back together that's amazing thing about our bodies with the tongue did not know that but yep because they could not sew the tongue back together because it would kill all the taste buds and the nerves that is in the tongue. So that's another emotional energetic trauma on a medical standpoint of what I experienced. So 
Because you don't understand what's really going on, especially when you're a child and you're experiencing such medical trauma. And then, you know, being the birth, that can be traumatizing too because it's energy, it's stress, it's something going on that doesn't balance with love and peace and harmony. So it does. It does affect our biochemistry in our body as well. So that's why I'm sharing these medical little episodes that I went through. And then, you know, I've had kids. I've, you know, one, my first one was a vaginal. My second one was a C-section because my body wasn't cooperating for whatever reason, but I was sick. Oh my God. I'm sensitive to drugs and anesthesia. And I felt like I was car sick. I was throwing up every time I, I contracted. Then, oh yeah, that was traumatizing. And, you know, I love my girl. Oh my God, my little Kai. Um, she's not little anymore, but you know. And then my last um, daughter, Jacqueline, I had her and, you know, the episiotomy, not episiotomy, oh my God, the epidural. (laughs) I did have episiotomy with the first one, but um, that wasn't too traumatizing. But um, the epidural, uh, instead of like taping you up and putting, you know, you got to be still to get that needle in that spine and whatnot. I was just like, well, why do you have to tape me up? Like, let's make this easier for everybody. If it does the same effect, you know, the the spine on the IV one, just give me the shot and we're good to go. You don't have to tape me up if it if it's doing the same effect that it should. Well, mm, 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 that did not happen. Apparently, my aunt was with me when I when they cut me open. I felt them cut me open. I felt them pulling my stomach apart and I felt my doctor reach in with his hand to get the baby and I just like looked at my aunt I'm like and I just yelled at my doctor I feel that your hand in my stomach and he was like knock her the fuck out now (laughs) that's all I heard that's all I remember but that trauma is energy and emotion and going through that that affected my my girls too each of those uh, traumas that I was experiencing medically how you know and the stress that I was dealing with it affected them too energetically emotionally it was because it's all transferable now I'm sharing this with you for a reason imagine what your mother was going through when she was carrying you and how it carried over to you and then everything that between your mother and you and what you experienced growing up then you shared it and passed it on to your children it's there's very significant reason why I'm sharing my story with you to help you understand things so just go along with me but yeah those are the medical emotional energetic traumas that I personally experienced going through life and yes it's another compilation from all the other stuff that I was dealing with and experiencing too so it's like layers upon layers upon layers of experiences energies emotions and everything that just woo, and then you become like a, a nuclear bomb about to go off you know later on in life and so that that's all the medical things that I remember experiencing and I've had several other the other one was almost losing my eye around I had a mole right by the left side and I couldn't tell if it got bigger or not and finally I was just like oh if it changes colors then you know that's a a, a sign I can't I couldn't really tell if it was 
you know, getting bigger or not, but a black dot showed up and I was dating somebody at the time. And I'm very thankful, you know, for now I know why I was in that relationship. And it was, he was going to set me up to actually save my eyesight by hooking me up with this plastic surgeon, Dr. Bafidis. And I still love him to this day. He did an amazing job on saving my eyesight. It was basal cell carcinoma. And at the same time, a couple months later, I lost my dad in a truck driving accident and he had a heart attack and he just like drove off the road and bringing a load back for true value he worked for them for 25 years and he didn't hurt anybody thing he always said before I harm anybody or or in cause an accident with anybody else I'll just drive off the road and that's exactly what he did God bless him and I love him he's with me all the time now so every time I call his name he's right there so being an intuitive medium I can feel energy so that helps so we got through the all the medical stuff that I've been through Uh, one was funny but yeah and then you go back through I was now dealing with relationships you know and marriages that failed because then it comes back to the emotional physical you know psychological financial um verbal abuse and and the bullying you know the manipulation and the controlling and whatnot so i'm going to share more on that coming right up after this Hello, this is KC. Would you like to be a sponsor for Wake Up With KC at a very affordable price? Why not advertise your products, services, or goods here on this show? Another creative way to market your business here at Wake Up With KC. Contact me for more details at awaken2authenticity at gmail.com. Welcome back to Wake Up With KC, the place to awaken and be the best new you, so you can live your best life now. All right, we're back. And so, yeah, all the medical traumas energetically that I experienced, it's never a dull moment, I guess, in my life. If I think about it, oh my God. I am so grateful and thankful to be alive. That's all I got to say. And, you know, now I mentioned earlier about, you know, relationships, you know, and then as a child dealing with the emotional, mental, psychological, you know, and the sexual abuse and then the physical abuse and then verbal abuse, then you start, it's, it's a, it becomes a, biochemistry that's created in in your body from the experience and it seems like that you attract it in relationships too and if you're brought up in an environment then it's like you're getting programmed you are mentally and it's being programmed in your subconscious mind to where when you start having relationships with other people, you're attracting that same thing because you're living in the past. So that's my understanding. And I did. I started attracting these relationships with men that were toxic, unhealthy. And, you know, it was the emotional abuse and, and everything. And I just, you know, at the you know, being brought up in that, that religion, you know, the Southern Baptist religion that I was brought up is, you know, you take your vows and, you know, till death do us part. That's a program. Sorry, 
I disagree with that and I will always disagree with that because we're not here to be abused. There's no way God created us, in my understanding of God, the essence of God, to be abused. That's ridiculous. So going through that with my first marriage, I was young. It was, I got married in 19, just turned 20. Yeah, I just turned 20. And then that next year, like six months later, I got pregnant. But in that time, I mean, I dated him. We dated off and on. And I really did. I felt like I I fell in love with him. There was just, there were certain aspects of him that I really did like. I mean, the way he moved his legs when he danced, you know. And there was some other aspects. I mean, there is very little good memories that I have. I do have them, but there were more bad than good. So it outweighed itself in a way. And it, it totally messed me up emotionally because when you you know it's like when you love somebody you know you you have that expectation of of getting loved back but that's not necessarily true you can love somebody and they will not get it's like that saying that treat others the way you want to be treated well here's the thing there's a certain part of that that's not in there that should be in there yes treat others the way you want to be treated okay so if you're treating somebody with respect kindness compassion and love but that's not with no expectation and you're not getting it reciprocated, then that should tell you a sign that that's not the person that you want to to be in a relationship because you're not getting treated the way you are treating that person. So you just cut your ties and move forward, move on. That's my understanding now. Did I know that back then? No. Who teaches this stuff? Nobody. At the time, I didn't know anybody. There was probably somebody there, but I kept continuing you know it was also being brought up like once you get married and everything you take your vows and you know the man is the head of the house you know there's this thing about god the man then the woman beneath each other that is ridiculous i do not believe that it's we're all equals no matter what we are all connected there's no up or down it's together in oneness and that is a, another program that it, it was in my head. It was instilled in me. You know, the man's the head of the house and this and that. And in recognizing the patterns in the generational cycles of back in my mom's growing up and, you know, her growing up with her mother and then her mother's mother, it was the women were at home, barefoot, pregnant cleaning the house, making sure the man has a hot dinner when he gets home because he's the breadwinner. He's at the house and all this other stuff. And they still have that programmed. And some live it today, but they don't realize how times have evolved. The cost of living gone up. And, you know, now it takes two to actually make a home, provide for family if you have, you know, start a family and whatnot. And it was just... Oh my God, just the abuse, the, you know, the drinking and the, the, the verbal abuse, the emotional abuse. And he, it was just like, I would, I felt like I was walking on eggshells and he would start destroying the house, like breaking picture frames, punching holes in walls. And it just, 
you know, many times I cried and I'm like, oh my God, you know, why, why do you have to be like, why are you this way? Like, why are you so unhappy? If you're so unhappy, then why are we together? You know, but being brought up in the religion, oh, you can't get a divorce unless there's adultery bullshit. I don't believe in that. I'm not going to get sit around and punched in the face or put up with that. Uh uh-uh. uh. I'm going to walk away. And come to find out, there's been physical abuse and emotional abuse from my family. It's just been a tradition, mental programming, limited belief that's been going on. Come to find out. I would suggest if you have had similar experiences, really, because they don't talk about that. I mean, my grandmother told me some stories about my biology biological grandfather and some of the things I'm like broke or draw and all this other stuff so yeah that's energy that's emotional energetic trauma that just keeps going down the you know the cycle the patterns and generations and so with that I finally one day I I I just couldn't take it anymore it was draining me energetically spiritually physically mentally psychologically and I just got more down on the dumps and I just like I really loved him enough to where oh my god no matter what I do this man's not happy I can't make him happy no one can make him happy but himself so one night we got into it I can't even remember what it was about but he got so pissed off at me that I remember him taking an upright vacuum cleaner up at me and swinging it like a baseball bat towards me and I remember and all I could think instinctively is to jump and slide onto the couch like I was going for a home run for the world series and I just was like I can't believe he just did that like oh my God, he could have paralyzed me. He could have like seriously done harm to me. After that, I finally said enough was enough. The If he could do this and go that far and to do some harm to me, there's no telling what else he, he'll do to me. I'll wind up dead. And I we have a little girl and that little girl needs me. So... I decided to walk away from the marriage. That was the hardest thing because I really did love him, but I just couldn't deal with this kind of abuse, the emotional, and then turning out to be physical. No, thank you. So I wind up leaving, getting a divorce. Now I find myself being a single mom. So it's like, oh my gosh, I have to support my me and my daughter. What am I going to do? So I decided to go back to school to better myself so I could get a good job to support me and my daughter. And it was, I'm still... Like, I really did not know what to do. It was just go to school, get good grades, get a good job. Okay, office administration. That's what my, I was a good cashier back in those days. I mean, come on, if you can remember Zares. Hello. Yeah, I worked there. Zares and um, Albertsons and, you know, all those stores that are no longer around anymore. But yeah, that's, I just was used to that. So I figured, well, I'll get an office job now and go to school, work part-time. And that's what I did. In that process, I was working on myself, thought I was doing good, but I was still not right, you know, because I was functioning mentally, physically, emotionally, energetically, and it in my biochemistry from all that I experienced, I realized that I was in survival mode. 
No wonder I'm stressed. No wonder I was getting sick. No wonder, you know, all these things were taking place and I was experiencing it because I programmed my own self to be under you have to support yourself you have to you know do this it was survival mode and us as human beings we're not created to to be constantly in survival mode 24 hours a day that stress that is the number one killer in 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 the world today it really is and I'm I'm hoping that I can share this with others to help them understand and we can change that so yeah I started you know doing my thing next thing you know I meet somebody else and I thought he was charming at first so we started dating and then the sign showed up but guess what I chose to ignore him or not really pay attention to them and continue the relationship because I was alone I was lonely hello living with my grandparents raising a daughter you know working going to school not really having a life, honestly. And yeah, I was like, what, going 25 years old. And I had a curfew at to be home at midnight if I went out living with my grandparents. There you go. And yeah, I experienced that. So we started dating. And then, you know, we got into on and off for six years. We're, we would get into a couple of fights. I should have like one you know those breakups stayed to break up and just move on but here's the thing uh he lived three houses down from my grandmother's and he was living with his mother with his daughter because he was divorced and helping his mother out uh, you know kind of thing so that was hard to break up then so I didn't think that was gonna work either but I wind up finally I got pregnant we got married we got a house and it continued like I was dealing with an, another thing of emotional and physical, not so much physical, but the emotional, mental, psychological and verbal abuse. Yes, definitely. It got to, if you want to say shoving somebody up against a, a car is physical abuse, then so be it. But we had two kids and they're beautiful. I I love them. And then after enduring and tolerating all this abuse and it I just like that's it I'm done I cannot deal with this you know he he was an alcoholic I didn't realize until later on and when he got would get drunk he's like one of those mean drunks and who am I kidding it was like most of the time it seemed like and it started to feel like I was walking on eggshells every time you know every single day that he was around and you know, and I was also working a full-time job and, and I was actually felt like I was married to this man, but I was the single parent. You know, I was doing all the, taking the kids to the doctors, taking the kids to school, going to work, to picking them up, bringing them home, doing all that all by myself with no help from him. All he think, I think it was his mental programming and his beliefs and his upbringing that honestly, it was all he had to do was go to work. That was it. He didn't have to take care of kids. He didn't have to do anything. He wasn't taught. So I can't blame the man if he wasn't taught and his upbringing. There was sexual abuse, physical abuse in that family as well. And, you know, I can't really be mad over that. Why? Because he didn't know any better either because his upbringing and what he was taught to believe. So that that should tell you something in in the relationship that you're in that yeah they're being abusive and everything but where does it stem from where does it come from that's something to keep in mind because then it shifts your mindset instead of playing as a victim 
you have you are a person that understands that people go through their own shit and they're programmed too and they have their limited beliefs and then they have their emotional energetic traumas too so you don't have to react in such a defensive way anymore you just like oh yeah he's dealing with his shit too or she's dealing with her shit too and be compassionate and you can still move on when you got that understanding and it doesn't you learn there's something that happens in in the biochemistry of our body that shifts and you're no longer triggered from the and another experience that is the same because it's like we're living in the past and in living it each day and some of us that are still stuck in the program and the limited beliefs and those traumas energetic emotional traumas keeps playing itself over and over and over until you wake up then that's when some things start shifting and changing and then you realize and then you see things in a whole new light so I encourage you on that one it's helped me get through everything that I've been through and you know then you know I became I was still married to this man and resigned from my my corporate job after nine ten years and became a at-home mom so then it was like at-home mom you're at home and I started feeling hopeless, depressed. I lost a lot of weight. Uh, I even went to counseling at the times and churches. And during that time, he would actually use manipulation with the churches and going to them to keep me in the marriage, but continued the same behaviors and treating me the way he did. And I started to feel like he wanted a mom instead of a wife on top of that. So it, it's, you know, that mental thing that I started recognizing and whatnot. So I was just done and I fought for the divorce. And honestly, I felt like the grass has to be greener on the other side from where I'm standing. And I know there there's others that are, that ever have experienced experienced this stuff and as well as myself so I'm actually thinking like well how in the hell do we fix this how do I have a life I've always wanted where do I begin how do I start and where do I go from here now and you know I started questioning everything to then why am I here is there more to life than this well next Monday stay tuned because I'll tell you the rest of my life and my story my mess that's my message to share with you how I shifted and changed and and went on this spiritual awakening journey that honestly helped transform my life because I'm I'm becoming the best version of myself and turning into a whole new personality that's actually creating my whole new reality for the better and I know this can help you too and I'll see you next Monday This is Wake Up With KC. Thank you for sharing your time with me. I hope this episode helped you. Join me every Monday and you can reach out and say hey at Awaken2BU on Instagram. Have an amazing week and talk to you next Monday for more amazing topics to share with you that you don't want to miss.